the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of the staff, management, or ownership of this station. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement. As always, here on the Max Out Savings Show, you can catch the the Max Out Savings Show live anywhere in the world uh, by going to uh, 1070 The Answers website, KNTH's website. You can also uh, catch us uh, uh, at on sun- Sundays at uh, 3 p.m. and uh, we when our rebroadcast and also podcast. Uh, uh, at the at the rate 1070's uh, website. So a lot of ways to catch the Max Out Savings Show. Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. Save aggressively and invest conservatively. And here we are in a global uh, pandemic with a corona uh, virus. And uh, at the same time, we have an economic slowdown. Uh, we've got uh, 13.5% uh, unemployment. Uh, in that 13.3, and, and actually, that, that's better than expected. In uh, uh, businesses down, the country is reopening. So where do we go from here? Well, I, we're, we're, the country's reopening. I've been around the country, looked around, and really, what we've seen is is people are starting to come out. They're starting to reopen restaurants. They're starting to reopen uh, business. And it, 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 this is going to take some time, but, but the country's reopening. You can't keep the American people down for long. And, and so we're looking for a continued rapid uh, recovery in the economy. I, I think at least for the next quarter. I think after that, the, the tougher thing is, we're going to talk some later about this show, the tougher thing is where, where do we end up in a quarter or two? And, and I just think this is going to be tougher to come back from. Uh, shutting down the country is very difficult. It's been very disruptive. It, 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 ha- it hasn't been too bad for big corporations. Uh, you know, it's actually been beneficial to them, but for small business and medium-sized business, which is where the majority of the jobs in the United, new jobs in the United States come from, it's been absolutely disastrous. And, uh, and so this is, this is going to take time, but, but we're starting to recover. Now the fascinating thing is, is the stock market is has recovered the best of any of anyone, and, uh, and this is due to the Federal Reserve actions and uh, moving very quickly to uh, to inject uh, over 2.7 trillion dollars into the economy. They've taken over pricing uh, and kind of removed the capitalist free market system from the bond market. They're now setting prices in the corporate bond market. Uh, yeah, now they'll tell you they're not, but very clearly they are. They're in there buying. They're buying corporate bonds. They're buying uh, ETFs to make sure that big corporations can borrow at very low rates. Uh, meanwhile, uh, small businesses are in trouble out there. And, and, it, and, and, and as usual, this has gone on since the crash of uh, 1987. Uh, these policies were designed by Ben Bernanke. Uh, of flood the system with money every time the economy goes down. You don't let the stock market go down. And as long as the stock market goes up, everything is fine. And this is something we have talked about on the Max Out Savings Show is we feel like the importance 
of, of the United States economy is, is factories, plant, equipment, research and development, jobs in a strong middle class. And the Federal Reserve is really concentrated on getting up the stock market, saying, hey, everything's okay if that's the case. And we, have talk, we were talking about this before this happened, how we need to rebuild the economy in the United States of America. We need to rebuild manufacturing. Remember those ridiculous statements we heard out there? A couple things. We were going to become a service economy. Yeah, manufacturers overseas, it was all going to be service in the United States. It was going to be wonderful. Remember that those job manufacturing, those jobs are gone. They're never coming back. That's what Barack Obama said. Those jobs are never coming back. Well, they all went to China. We had a, 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 the coronavirus struck the United States of America. I was reading a book about Roosevelt and, uh, and, and World War II, and they got hit. They, they, ahead of World War II, they were looking around, and he meets Churchill in a secret mission, uh, mission up into Canada, and Churchill's desperate to sit there and get him into the war. And, and Roosevelt, what they're trying to do, the Americans, they just want to hide. How we had no defenses whatsoever. We had no army. We had, no, no, we had a little navy. We had virtually no air force. Uh, we had nothing. And then, so, they were, so the strategy was to kind of drag it out and support Britain, but we couldn't get in because we, we did not have enough. Pearl Harbor caught us off guard. We had no military whatsoever. Exactly the same thing has happened today. The coronavirus has struck the United States of America. Uh, and, and what happened is all of a sudden we realized we had no manufacturing ability in the United States. When they reported to the president, what's our situation, went on about the coronavirus, and they said, oh, well, we've got the best medical facilities in the medical in the world. Well, there's a problem, Mr. President. We don't have enough PPE, personal protection equipment. Well, what do you mean? Well, it's all produced in China. They have a main, they manufacture those. We can't get it. They kept it all for themselves. Uh, okay, well, good. Well, maybe we need to make sure we have plenty of drugs. Well, Mr. President, 80% of our raw materials for, for drugs uh, comes from China. How did this happen? And, 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 and we have talked about this on the show, even though the Max Out Savings Show is about savings investment in your retirement, it's in the best interest of retirees to have a strong United States of America, to, to have full employment and have a strong country. It's not in, in our clients, retirees, in many cases, are nearing retirement's best interest to, to ship all the jobs overseas to China. And, this, and so here we are, and, and, and we've been caught in a very bad situation it was so bad. I had a discussion last night uh, up here in, uh, about the, the thinking is there's some real good thoughts. If everyone just wears masks, we can really shut this thing down. And, my discuss, and, he goes, and so one people go, well, they mishandled that because they didn't tell. And the answer was, well, we didn't have enough masks because everything was made in China. And so now we're shifting. We understand the dangers. Uh, I was listening to an astronaut the other day. We're watching the, 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 the first moon launch, uh, the first launch of, of Americans into outer space on American rockets in a, over a decade. And, and, and one of the astronauts, former astronauts, made the comment that the Chinese have a good program, too. Yeah, it, 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 they, it, it, and he said, yes, it's all built on our technology. Everything China does is built and stolen from our technology. And now here we are in trouble with big unemployment, uh, with shortages of key critical medical equipment because we offshored everything to China. We're now moving that back. The exciting thing is the country's moving manufacturing back to the United States of America. We're now starting to protect our intellectual property from the Chinese, which is going to be more jobs and more growth in the future. Here's the situation. We've had all these protests out there, the Black Lives Matter protests. Look, how, how do we get out there? We can transfer all the – we can come up with reparations or somewhere else. But quite frankly, the problem is in the black communities, they need more jobs. They need more growth. Well, the way we get that is bring manufacturing back to the United States of America, bring jobs back to the United States of America. And you say, well, Ted, we can't compete because their labor are, are so cheap in China and also in fairness – they have no pollution laws, so there's a 15% uh, advantage to manufacturing in China because they can pollute there and they, they don't have the laws we do. But the answer to that is no, 
the future is going to be built on robotics, and we can build robotic factories in the United States where we need less people. People are more productive. We can pay them more. We need to rebuild the United States. We have gone for the last 30 years offshoring jobs in plant equipment and technology and giving away our technology and not built up the American people. We built up China. I mean, China's done a wonderful job for their people. And meanwhile, during that time, the American standard of living has gone down. Not because it's, because we have allowed it to happen rather than focusing on building our country up, building our manufacturing capacity up, building the quality of life up in the United States of America. We concentrated on, on uh, basically uh, everything broke down into tribalization with minorities in this and that and everything else rather than concentrating on rebuilding the entire country for all the American people. That is starting to change, and that's the good news, but this is going to take some time. So a couple things. This is a live show, at least on Saturdays. You can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Be happy to answer your questions and comments. Uh, Fascinating thing. Uh, The market had one of the worst plunges since the Great Depression, really compared to 1987, the Depression, with the two two, uh, things. Uh, Unemployment quickly went down to the... uh, to basically depressionary levels. Tens of millions of people lost their jobs. It's been a disaster. The, the numbers have been depressionary for, for job loss in this country. But the stock market went up. Curious thing happened. Uh, when, when people were locked down, they had nothing to do. They were at home. Even if they were working, they had more free time. The market dropped, offering good opportunities in the market, and it became more volatile. And so a lot of people started trading. At the same time, most commissions have been reduced to zero out there. So you're paying zero or very little uh, in commissions. And then something called Robinhood, which is a trading, which is like a brokerage, but for, for smaller accounts, and people could buy a partial share of the stock. And it opened up a whole new market to young people, in particular in the United States. And they all started trading stocks. A lot of volatility. There was a lot of money to be made up and down. They didn't have anything to do. They were bored. They were stuck at home. And they pushed up stock prices back up. We really didn't need the Federal Reserve to flood the planet with money. The American people had plenty of money on the sidelines, started investing, started putting money in, in, in into the market. Drove the NASDAQ to new highs. Uh, now it's falling back underneath that, but, but we had a big push up. Enormous amounts of trading with young people out there. Uh, again, this is signaling the shift from indexing, which is over, in, in my opinion. I think the indexing trend of the last 20, 25 years is over. I think it's going to be a stock-picking market. Uh, I think this is really much similar to 68, 69, and, and then you went into the more inflationary times, and, and then the indexing didn't do anything for a decade. There are numerous decades Throughout the, throughout the history of the United States where the stock market did nothing. And indexing got you close to zero return. And when bonds are close to zero, that's absolutely disastrous for a retirement plan. But during that, those decades, there was a lot of money to be made in the stock market by individual stock picking. I think that's the way we're going to go. I, I think the indexing trend is, is, is gone, is over. It, 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 and we're seeing it. Young people are sensing it. Young people aren't in there buying indexes. They're in there buying individual stocks and seeing opportunities. So that's a good thing, which shows you that capitalist ideas are, are still there with young people. So that's exciting things, but it's fascinating. There, there has been so much trading in, with some of these things that a lot of the systems have crashed out there. At Max Out Savings Advisors, we use TD Ameritrade. We've got bulked up institutional systems, but a lot of the other people out there have had real problems. It just shows you how, how, how much energy there is in the U.S. economy. And that's an exciting thing, and that's another sign things are coming back. Now, we're a little expensive up here, and I think you've got to be very careful. We're going to talk about that after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. 
At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Once again, here's your host for the Max Out Savings Show, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. See, we're just talking about what's happened. Markets up was up near all-time highs. Uh, the uh, the Nasdaq the Nasdaq hit an all-time high uh, this week, and then it reversed down. I uh, had a very bad Thursday. Uh, uh, market was off almost six percent, and the Dow, uh, the uh, the Russell two thousand was off. Uh, I want to say close to seven percent. And what we really saw was just a dramatic pullback in these markets. And so where do we go from here? I think we need to take a look at where we just came from. We've had a shutdown of the economy, and now we're reopening. There's a huge battle out there. The Democrats don't want to reopen the economy. They're all convinced we're going to have another another wave of the coronavirus. We'll have to shut down. And it's pretty clear that the American people are willing to – basically plow through this and uh some places are still open out there uh i mean are, are open and many places are open wearing masks a lot of other places like new york they're still basically shut down and uh and so it's a slower going uh up, up there but but the country's reopening we've had the market the nasdaq hit a new, a new all-time high it then it pulled back down underneath that uh now it's been driven by by traders, speculators in the market. A lot of people are at home. They have not, you know, they take a break from work and they, they spend 15 minutes trading stocks and they're watching them during the day. It, 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 and and so it, 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 this was the most speculative market over the last two weeks since 1999, and um, which is truly amazing. And, and it was partially driven by just record amounts of, of just stupid amounts of money put in by the Federal Reserve. But then the American people started putting money in. So the problem is, where do we go? The stock market is very expensive. Uh, it, it was way overbought, uh, materially overbought. Uh, some companies out there, like Hertz, the company was in bankruptcy. It skyrocketed in price, and they're, and they're doing – they're going to do a uh, – a secondary offering of up to a billion dollars of Hertz stock to try to recapitalize the company in bankruptcy, which is, that's a really poor idea. When you're in bankruptcy, the stock is the last, that is, you get paid last after the bonds and everything else. So typically what Hertz would do is they'd get debtor in possession financing, which they would raise capital on Wall Street, which that would be at the top of the structure, the, the safest things ahead of time. Uh, 
in, in, in some company would get paid a certain percentage, 13, you know, 10 to 12, 13 percent, which is very safe money because they're going to be protected above everybody else. But in this case, what they did is the markets were so speculative and there was so much money pouring in and reckless money that they thought they could, they can raise up to a billion dollars for a bankrupt company. And, and, and if, if they can't get this thing re-going, that billion dollars, they get wiped off right off the top. It, 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 people are shocked that they were able to do this. I mean, it, it really uh, – there's tremendous amount of liability on this, but I, I, I think if you're going to raise capital, it should be further down. Even equity should have better protections than, than what they're doing in this case. But it just shows you the amount of speculation out there. Now, the economy is coming back. We were, we, we we're expecting a loss of 7.5 million jobs. We came in at 2.5 million. Look, I, I think there's probably at least 2 million of those jobs that were miscategorized or something that's going to come out here in the future. Things are not that good. And, and so we've got a very hot market. Uh, the world is fundamentally different from the beginning of February. We talked about this this the, the coronavirus in January on this show and in the Max Out Savings Report. Everybody said it was a flu, nothing to worry about. We said, look, if it was just the flu, the Chinese would not be shutting down 80% of their manufacturing capacity. This is a very serious situation. You've got to be very cautious. We were ahead of everybody else out there. I only found, I went to numerous doctors and people, no, only one person said it could possibly, they all said it was nothing to worry about. I said, no, I was watching what was going on, and we brought it to you. We brought it to you in the Max Out Savings Report. The world has fundamentally changed. We have massive unemployment. We've got thousands of businesses still shut down. We have, we have people out of work. We have millions of people out of work. We have over 20 million people out of work in this country. And so it is not as good. Uh, all those about hundreds of thousands of companies that are in trouble, the business is way down. Look, Amazon, Microsoft, uh, Apple, uh, all of these companies, uh, Netflix, they, they do business with those companies. And so eventually you're going to see somewhat of a slowdown. And these things are at record high prices in the tech sector. And, and so they pushed it back up because that's kind of the best thing out there right now. But the world is fun. And I haven't even gotten to the emerging market. Some of these countries are in really bad shape in Brazil and other places. They're in real trouble in these countries. India is still battling this. The global economy is slowing down, unlike anything we've seen except the depression. And so I think you've got to be extremely careful up here with this market. Uh, the only reason you can say bullish is, look, say, look, the Federal Reserve is just going to print money forever, and, and, and they're going to keep it up. Uh, on the flip side of that, what we have to understand is, look, we got an election coming up in five months. It's June right now. Uh, July, August, September, October, four, four and a half months, we've got an, a presidential election. We're, this is the hottest, toughest presidential fight probably since the Civil War. And, and the, you know, the president, the Republicans want the market up. The Democrats want this market to crash. Okay, they want President Trump out of there, whatever way they can do it. Uh, and it, it is all's fair and love and war and politics. And this is closer to war than it is to politics right now in this country. And uh, enormous amounts of, of political issues out there. You look at the, uh, the uh, George Floyd situation, um, almost, you almost cannot find anybody that doesn't agree that this was a complete travesty and something needs to be done. And yet we had massive amounts of riots and looting uh, has fundamentally shaken the American people. Now that's all we're talking about is how we can straighten this out. Well, we're looking at 20 million people that are unemployed. What about those people? What about those people that can't pay their bills? What about those people that are frightened for their future? Why aren't we talking about that? Instead, we're talking about the Black Lives Matter. I think that's important. But look, these people are suffering in this country, and we should be all – we're in the middle of a pandemic we're in the middle of one of the worst slowdowns in U.S. history, and we should be pulling together and fighting to stop that. Instead, we're distracted by politics, which this is all driven by is politics. And uh, it, it just shows you the level. I, in, in, I, I mean, I, it's in the, I can't imagine the stock market going to new highs. I genuinely believe 
the Democrats are going to do something to try to crash the market. And I think you've got to be very cautious in here. They have stopped at nothing to try to get rid of President Trump. I mean, absolutely nothing is off the table, and, uh, which is a frightening prospect for the American people. And so I think we have to be cautious and understand the world we're in uh, right now, in, in, which is a global slowdown, a, a slowdown in the United States, very high unemployment, uh, and a tremendously uh, tough political situation right now. So I, I, I do think you have to be careful. Now, this gets to so, – so where do we go from here? Well, on one side, we have the Federal Reserve has flooded the system with money. We have a $2.8 trillion uh, budget uh, uh, stimulus we've just passed. So uh, that's on top of already a trillion-dollar deficit. And we're expecting another trillion-dollar budget sim, uh, stimulus program sometime in July. These, okay, the last time we saw this type of stuff was World War II when we were basically at war with Japan and Germany and the country's future was, was in, in danger. And, uh, and we were fighting for our lives. And, and so it's a pretty serious situation in here. So, so looking out, one of the concerns I have is I, is I think we're overdoing the stimulus. I think it should be more targeted. And I think the Federal Reserve has completely, uh, unlike anything, pumping in $2.7 trillion uh, into the economy within three months, as we talked about, and I talk about this in my Max Out Savings Report. This is going to be put out over the week, and we've got it all written up. Uh, the Americans make $2.1 trillion per quarter in wages and salary. So the Federal Reserve has put in that much, more than that much money in three months than the American people have made. The uh, the United States government has passed a $2.8 trillion uh, package. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. And uh, that over $2 trillion in that program is, again, more than all the American people make in three months. So enormous amounts of stimulus coming on. And, and what I fear is, gonna, is, is, is happening is the United States has completely lost the ability to control spending in this country. And there's a new... There's a new theory out there. It's been around for a while in radical group sec sectors. Is It's very popular with the Democrats. If they get in power, it's called Modern Monetary Theory, MMT. Okay, And what this is, is this is the idea that, look, the government is unique. It's not like a consumer or a company. It's the government, so they don't have to ever pay themselves back in theory. So they don't really have to borrow money. They can just print money at the Federal Reserve and, and put in for infrastructure projects, deficit spending, whatever it takes, and it will never make any difference. That's an actual theory. Okay, this is a concrete theory out there. And so the idea that we should be trying to rein in deficits is foolish. And the idea that the Federal Reserve should ever try to rein in things or pull back their, their balance sheets is completely crazy because you, the Federal Reserve has a printing press and you can, you can use it in the future. So... With the Democrats, it's monitored monetary theory. Many of the Republicans have just almost thrown in the towel and tried to stand in the way of deficit spending. It just gets it, – everybody has given up. And so the, the United States of America has lost the ability to control spending. And, and, and so what this is is this is going to cause problems in the future. And I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break, and I'm going to get back and explain upon that. But this is going to cause a fundamental shift on how you manage money for your retirement in the future. We're going to be back to discuss that right here on the Max Out Savings Show. If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be right back. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. We're just discussing what, what happens with the markets when, when we... What, when we have modern monetary theory, the new theory of the Democratic Party, that we can deficits no longer matter, and you can print money, the, the government can spend as much as it wants because it it can print money from the Federal Reserve. It, and what what I believe is we've lost the ability to control spending in this country. No one is going to stand up to try to control spending once this def, once these the the the, the uh, over two trillion dollar stimulus program, the new July stimulus program comes in. They're going to want to do another stimulus program next year when things slow down again. And so the idea that it, you can print money is, is, is so seductive that you never have to sit there and, 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 and worry about your deficits again. We've lost the ability to control money. And so what I believe is going to happen is I think the only thing that can, that can change that is going to stop this or reassert control over the deficits is going to be a drop in the dollar, uh, in the, or it's going to put or a, a, a surge in gold prices, uh, or a, an increase in long-term interest rates. And, and I think even the long-term interest rates is going to be so controlled by the Federal Reserve, they're going to try to keep them down. They said they're going to keep mid to short-term rates low into 22, and they're going to try to push down on the on the far end of the curve. I don't think I, I don't think it's going to work. I, I think it's going to be tough. So. It, most likely it's going to be a drop in the dollar, and, and, and it's going to be some type of crisis which is going to force fiscal responsibility back to the United States. We're not even close to that right now. And so I think this is going to create inflation over time. Inflation has started going up over the last couple of years. Some of the Federal Reserve members have been talking about they're willing to let inflation run to 3 to 4%. That's very dangerous because once it gets going, it's hard to contain, as they learned in the 1960s. This is the redux of the 1960s. We're basically guns and butter. It's the same type of thing here with, with all the the stim the spending. But the but the bigger concern is the '60s at least had some pretty tough Fed governors. William J- uh, Miller was you know always under pressure from LBJ, but but they still tried to show some responsibility. At this point, the Federal Reserve has lost all all vestige of responsibility, and, and so it's going to take a crisis. Inflation is going to come back up. Uh, when the crisis happens, this is going to be very good for the precious metals market. Understand, when you retire at 60, 65, most people 65, some 70, if you're, if you're married, you've got a good chance one of you are going to live 30 more years. Okay, During that time, inflation, a small inflation can chew up your retirement. A bigger inflation can be devastating because most people depend a good portion of their retirement on Social Security, which is not going to keep up with inflation. They'll adjust it to some extent. But, but you're going to have to start planning for inflation. Here, look, the good news in this whole thing is inflation protection in here is nobody's paying any attention to this. If you look at, we've talked about the tech sector. It's it's one of the highest levels. It's higher or higher than it was 
as percentage of the S&P 500 than it was at 1999 at the tech bubble. Look at some of these other sectors. Precious metals, pretty low percentage. Oil and gas is near record low percentages, chemicals of the S&P 500. So these are companies, particularly oil and gas, if inflation takes off, the price of oil will go up, it, it, and, and, and it's a good inflation. You're not, you're not paying very much for it. Some of these companies are getting 5%, 6% dividends on remarkably solid companies out there. Okay, so there are opportunities. So inflation protection is, is, very, is very cheap right now because we've gone through basically 40 years of declining interest rates and declining inflation. That's changing. And, and with modern monetary theory, with out-of-control government spending, the biggest since World War II, with the profligate Federal Reserve, this is where we're going to go. And, and so I think, I think we're going to see higher precious metals over time and, and, and I think other things, and you want to start preparing for the inflation. And we write some about this in our Max Out Savings Report. And if you haven't got – look, the report is free. So it, it, it just go to our website, sign up. Uh, we do all types of fascinating things about retirement, investing in there. Uh, we were writing about the, the coronavirus in July and January, early February. Nobody thought it was a problem. We warned you in this. We keep you ahead of the issues. We keep you ahead of the retirement trends. It's all in the Max Out Savings Report, and it's free. So just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. Also, you can call us in if you've got a question or comment, 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. Okay, the markets. We're, we're, we've had a big run. Expect a correction. The question is, how big a correction? It, I think we're going to continue to have a very – volatile market. We've got a, a lot of really hot money in the market. You saw it was going good one day, and the next day it's down 1,800 points. I mean, it, it, it's incredible. And they really kind of held it up the day before. Uh, I was watching it real closely. Uh, we have some hedges on, and I think they, they did not want it to go below the triggers that day because it would have it kicked off so much selling. But overnight, people saw what it was going to do, and then the market just fell apart going forward. Uh, so we're cautious. We, we sold some, uh, uh, some things, uh, uh, one stock yesterday. We've got our hedges on. I, I think we're going to get some better opportunities in here. I, I think you're going to see a general correction. Uh, a lot of these newer traders, they're going to try to buy into this on the first pullback. They're, it's going to run up something that's going to fall back again. Uh, so this is something we want to watch. I, I, we've had the V-shaped recovery in the investment markets, and from here it, it, we have to see if, if, if we have a second wave, uh, the market's going to go down very substantially. If we get if we get further political disruptions, market's going to go down very substantially. If it looks like Biden is going to win, President Trump can win by 20 points going into that election. Understand that the media will make it seem like Biden's just about ready to win, and and Biden is going to be chief architect of of modern monetary theory, massive government spending tax hikes on corporations, tax hikes on wealthy individuals, rules and regulations, and it's going to be disastrous to the U.S. economy. And, and so understand, up here, you're paying an awful lot for a stock market that has an enormous number of, of unknowns. You know, is the is unemployment going to come down further? Where do we stand for here? Are the, is How is government spending going to – is the consumer spending going to continue to spend? What happens when the stimulus falls off? So these are big unknowns, really big unknowns. What are, what are corporate earnings? Most corporations are getting away with you know, throwing out the estimates for, for this quarter and next, but eventually they're, not, they're talking about a lot of these earnings not coming back till 22. So, again, we're dealing with tough issues in here, and it's not in the Democrats' best interest to have a, high stock market, a record high stock market. Something to think about. Uh, we're, you know, looking at oil has come up around thirty six dollars. Uh, it, it, here's a couple thoughts. Been talking to a lot of people. I've actually been out of town part of this week, uh, flying back in tomorrow. In uh, enormous amounts of people driving in the road, you can see places opening up. Uh, I talked to a number of my friends, and uh, I'm up here in the mountains, and they're all thinking of doing the same thing. And, and so I think you're going to see lots of people driving on vacations, which uses gasoline. Uh, 
enormous number of people that are buying RVs. Uh, the places like Hawaii are shut down. Much of the Caribbean is shut down. It's hard to get into Italy. So if you want to take a vacation, you're going to drive around the country. And I, and I think that's going to create a lot of, of, a lot of, of demand for energy. And so energy is going up. I think we're going to be in a range, I'll say about 33 to 43. I, I think it's going to be harder to break above the 43, maybe 45, and then into next year. But what this could really trigger is, it, it's going to, I think, again, we're looking at, this has fundamentally changed Americans. More driving in the United States, less flying. Even though flying is picking up, they're telling me the flights are booked all over the place. Uh, people are going to want to have a place that they can feel safe. The suburbs are coming back in a big way. Uh, people want to go to small towns. I was just talking, we've got some people from California up here talking to them. Some of their friends in L.A. with all the riots in the COVID virus and now the riots. Uh, people in Los Angeles were genuinely sh- shocked when they looted Santa Monica. People, they figured, hey, if they can loot Santa Monica, why can't they loot my neighborhood? And they're, they're getting out of, out of Los Angeles. Same thing in New York. On the big city, uh, people are fleeing New York City. They're moving down. I talked to someone over the weekend uh, during the week. Uh, they're moving down to South Carolina. Uh, the other thing I'm, I'm hearing is a lot more damage has done by, been done by this looting than is generally understood. Talking to people in mid-sized cities, clients, a lot of looting. The Target was looted. Building was looted. Uh, in a mid-sized upstate New York City, talking to a friend of mine, he says, look, one of my buddies, they, they had a building. They converted to lofts. It's been in the family for generations in retail at the bottom that was looting in the city. And uh, half the people in the loft told, told them they're moving out and they're just terrified. So I think this looting and rioting has done a lot of damage to the United States. People between the COVID virus and that are going to be looking for safety. And, and, and that's what they're going to be looking for. And, and so, again, fundamental changes. And going forward. The other thing is we're seeing, again, I think auto sales are starting to take off. Flying is starting to take off. I've talked to people at the airlines. The flights are really filling up. American Airlines is adding 73% more flights. Uh, so, again, the country is opening up. And the question is how do we open up and how much fundamentally different are we going to be? We have Charles on the line, Ted. Okay. Hey, Charles, you had a question? Uh, yes, good morning, Ted. Uh, actually, it's kind of a two-part question. Uh, the first thing, when you're talking about some of these these areas opening up, uh, someone mentioned to me, and I thought it was rather perceptive, uh, one thing they've noticed is, is a lot of the financial businesses and government entities still remain closed. Uh, the yeah. insurance industry, people are still working from home. The uh, uh, the banks, uh, branches in the grocery stores or even in the lobbies and all, uh, it either is by appointment or they're not open. Uh, the IRS office in Austin is still shut down. I mean, you couldn't. You, it, it 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 doesn't make sense when you have restaurants allowing people at ten ten people to a table. Uh, churches are open and everything else, but it seems like the entire financial industry is more or less in a lockdown mode and i'm not sure what 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 the deal is regarding that but it seems rather strange but the other part that i wanted to make a comment on was really when you were talking about the virus uh if you go out to the i guess the city of houston as an example where you go to their dashboard and look at the cases they have a confirmed total case count and then they have an active count then they have a recovered count, and then they have the number of deaths. But it seems like of all of that, the one that's the most significant and that should be recorded or reported is the active count. Because if, if they continually put out there the confirmed total cases, well, you know, some of those are recovered. Some of them resulted in deaths. And so to me, what's happened in the past has happened in the past. But by putting the confirmed total case out there and someone just looks at it, they say, my goodness, you know, in, in the county of such and such, we have 1,200 total confirmed cases. Well, nobody's thinking about the fact that there's been recoveries in this, that there has been deaths in this, 
and really I think what is important is the active inf- infections. And I think when you put that in context, all of a sudden the numbers start to fall. And unfortunately, I think that what's happening here is to some extent it looks like some of this stuff is being manipulated. Now, for what purpose, I don't know. But but it just seems to me that, that, that really I think it would, the important numbers here are really the infections and possibly the hospitalizations. But beyond that, I don't think the rest of these numbers really should be thrown out there because I think it's, yeah, just, no, Charles, it, it's rather misleading. I, yeah, I agree with you. What, what, look, I think what they we're dealing with is there really is, particularly in the Democrats, they want to make this seem as bad as possible. They don't really want the country opened up. Again, we got an election coming up. And I, I tell you what, it's incredibly sad to me. I cannot believe I would have never in a million years thought the United States would politicize a pandemic. But that appears to be what's done. Look, we can't afford to shut the country down again. I mean, it just can't happen. You're going to destroy the United States. And, and so we've got to get it reopened, and they are putting a spin. Now, on, on the flip side of that, a couple of thoughts, Charles. What, look, I had some discussions with a friend of mine that's talked to a lot of top medical people. They're saying, look, if you just wear a mask, I mean, most people should at least wear a mask when they're going out. That will shut down a lot of it. And so I think that that is one, could be one of the real things. And then we just move forward with this. But it's hard because there's a lot of people that want to shut this whole thing down for politics. Yeah, well, and again, as I said uh, earlier in the first part of the comment, was uh, I just find it strange, and this other person found it strange, that that really the financial industry is the one that really needs to get out there. Because I think if, if people start to see some sense of this coming back, uh, the tendency for normalization will, will will enter, but as long as you've got you know a financial industry that's still in a lockdown mode, and then all we're doing is opening up gyms and national parks and that sort of stuff, well, people still are just they're hunkering down. They feel like, well, what, what's going on here? And it, it doesn't make any sense. As I said, we're in a phase three mode, and restaurants can now see ten people to a table. But then the banks are still sitting there hunkered down. And it, it, as I said, if, 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 if they do like what the post office does and basically say, look, you, you can't come in here unless you, you know, practice social distancing and wear a mask, why can't the financial industry do the same? And, no, I, you know, I agree. Have, you know, and, and, no. and insurance people that are still working from home and all of this sort of stuff, we need to get back to getting back to normal, putting cars on the road and everything else. And I think people are going to, as you say, if they wear the mask and, they, and they, they, they do the proper protocol, there's no reason why the finance, even the IRS in Austin, I mean, they've been shut down. I don't know if they report to the state or how, or maybe they're part of the Austin uh, City Council but or whatever, whatever the case may be, you know. Yeah, I agree with you, Charles. Good call. Thank you. Look, right. I mean, to kind of expand to what Charles has said, things. Corporations being overly cost. They've got their employees working from I am up here uh near Taos in Angel Fire, New Mexico. I was just talking to someone last night. They're they're working for a major uh computer company designing big time heavy duty design. They're working from here remotely. Uh and if if they need them back they're hit. but there's the, one of the problems they're running into with a lot of people is, is particularly in the financial sectors, a lot of people don't want to come back, and, and the big corporations are struggling. Uh, and I think they're going to have to force their workers to come back. Uh, a lot of people are perfectly happy staying home, but we've got to get the economy reopened. I mean, you know, how do you make a case with big corporations, everybody gets to stay home, and then small businesses and corporate, these people have to be out there doing things. And what we have talked about on this show for over two months I'm going to say maybe it might be uh, over two and a half months. This is like World War II. This is a World War II type of situation. The Germans were bombing London every single day. 500 bombers would come over, 500. And the Brits had to be there. They had to get their job done. And, and, and I, think that is, I think the American people have got to have that same type of attitude. You've got to practice social distancing. You've got to use a mask. But we've got to get the country opening up. The good thing is people are starting to reopen. They're starting to move forward. And so I think we're going to get through this. But it is it's tough. Question? Eddie, yes, we have Randy on the line. Okay. Hello, you had a question for us. I did. Uh, I was looking at this um, uh, modern monetary theory a little bit. And I'm wondering, uh, my question is, 
if if we wouldn't run up a, a twenty five trillion dollar debt uh, as we have, is you know spending's kind of out of control. And and how long are we going to be able to uh, to cover the interest on that debt? Is is this is this going to be our crisis sometime in the future? Oh, uh, yeah, I think it will. Uh, How I think it plays out is, if I had to guess, is the Fed is going to stand on interest rates because the rates are so high and keep them low. But I think the dollar is going to start falling. Well, it has been falling off in in, in the last week or so. It has been falling off some. I've noticed that the uh, the euro has gone up some and and also the yen. People are kind of beginning to drop the dollar. Is it because interest rates are so low? Well, yeah, they, they're so low, and at the same time, people aren't sure the Americans can, can control spending. We've spent more per G, percentage GDP than any other major country in the, in the world by, by, by a big factor. And so that's going to start weighing on it. And so we had uh, Will Rind, uh, he, he's CEO of BAR, uh, which is a gold ETF. You know, his, if you get zero interest rates, uh, then, uh, you know, maybe gold is, is – you can put some of your bonds into gold. That's a – damaging thing to say about about the dollar i think over time and so i i think the precious metals are going to do well and the modern monetary theory is a very dangerous thing and i think the only way we're going to push back on just out of control spending with that idea you can spend forever is going to be a drop in the dollar most likely good call uh but and so anyway so this is kind of some of the things we're looking at uh expect another trillion dollar i mean uh stimulus coming in july be careful in the markets up here. We've had a big run. A uh, couple things. If you haven't gone to our website, sign up for our free Max Out Savings Report. I'm sending it out here this week, weekend, right away. It's all written up. And if you need some help, go to our website. I'll be happy to sit down and meet. See you next week on the Max Out Savings Show. We both had our reasons, but our reasons are gone. Baby, it's a this has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070. The answer.